welcome to the Redevelopment Institute podcast, where we look at how to rebuild America through the promotion of best practices, education, and technical assistance in creating communities and neighborhoods that are both environmentally and economically sustainable. Hi, this is Leslie Parrish, and I'll be your host for the Redevelopment Institute podcast. Thanks for listening. Today, I'm really excited to be joined by Alana Pruce. Alana is the founder and CEO of Recast City, an organization she created to work closely with communities that want to bring back their local main streets and downtown areas by building an inclusive and resilient economy. In addition to working directly with communities, she also recently published a book that talks about her approach, Recast Your City, How to Save Your Downtown with Small-Scale Manufacturing. Before launching Recast City in 2014, Alana led technical assistance work for the EPA's program on smart growth and served as the VP and Chief of Staff for Smart Growth America. Alana, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me today. Absolutely. Well, let's jump right in and talk about the approach you take at Recast City to help communities build their economy and create vibrant places. You know, when I have talked to you before and, you know, looking through your site, I would say you have what I consider to be a unique take on economic development. So I'm curious, what did you find that was not working with traditional economic development techniques? And what's missing there that you're trying to solve for with your approach? Absolutely. It's a great place to start because the way that we've been doing work at the local level really doesn't work from the vast majority of places. Our economic development world for a long time has taught chase the big game, right? Hunt down and give away all the goods to some big company to come to town Um, Over the last couple of decades, it's all been about tech. And it's also been about generic, like just just make it happen. And the reality is, is those three things don't create strong, resilient economies for the vast majority of places. Most places will not win the competition to recruit the big business or the big business will leave after, you know, seven years. Um, A lot of places are not going to be the place a big tech company goes to grow and thrive. And when a place isn't unique, it's not, I don't know, for lack of a better term, authentically itself, it's really easy to replace with the next city or town down the road. And so we need to replace all of those with the way that we do local economic development and really think about what are the small businesses in our communities. And obviously I focus on small scale manufacturing, but what are the small businesses in our community that really make it special. And how do we grow those businesses from one to five or five to 20? They're going to have deep roots. They're going to hire locally. And honestly, for the most part, they're going to pay better than any uh, national chain. We also know that there are different kinds of businesses that are going to make a bigger difference. So if you're not going to be a place uh, that's going to have a major tech uh, investment, um, looking at small scale manufacturing is going to be a great way to do this because they can be in our storefronts. They can bring revenues into the community and they're going to pay better wages than retailer service jobs, generally 50 to 100% more than retailer service jobs. And when we put them into storefronts, they show off what's special about our place. They, make, they help our downtown or our neighborhood Main Street be unique and really showcase the soul and the heart of that place, which is the thing that both brings out our, our neighbors and our residents, but also ultimately will attract people from the surrounding area as well to come and spend time and spend dollars in the community. Yeah, and I'd love to dig in a little bit more on what you're talking about when you say small scale manufacturing. I love how I think it was in your book, 
um, you call it kind of the special sauce um, to really taking economic development to the next level to make sure it's a solution to a local community's context and not that generic context that maybe a traditional economic approach would take. So could you tell us a little bit more about what you mean when you say small-scale manufacturing, kind of what the contours of the, that is, and, and maybe a couple examples of a company that you would say kind of fits within that umbrella of small-scale manufacturing business? Small-scale manufacturing businesses are any business that creates a tangible product that you can replicate or package. So when we take it out of wonky terms, uh, shorthand for it is hot sauce, handbags, or hardware. It's really everything from artisans to advanced manufacturing. When we look at the size of the business, right, because we're talking about small scale, um, we're looking at businesses that are anywhere between one to 20 employees in a smaller city or town. And in a bigger city, it might be bigger. It might be up to 50 employees. But these are businesses that fit into the fabric of our city. They don't need to be and they don't want to be out in an industrial area. They want to be part of a community. Oftentimes, that means that these are going to be more consumer focused products. One of the businesses that I, I love to talk about is CO Ceramics. Uh, CO Ceramics makes ceramic jewelry, the most glorious colors. And they work out of a, a micro storefront that's about 400 square feet. They can do production and sell out of that space. They sell online and they sell wholesale and they do some of the bigger pop-ups in their region, pop-up markets. And that means that this one little store's front has this myriad of revenue sources coming in to make that business resilient and nimble and successful. And so that is what we can do in our storefronts and in our downtowns and neighborhood main streets is we can find these small scale manufacturers, help them grow, and then um, work with them to fill our storefronts, not only to fill that space in case there were vacancies, but to create more equitable economic outcomes so that the diversity of individuals in our community um, can have access to that space and that wealth building potential. The reality is, is we have small scale manufacturing businesses in every community. I've worked in really, really small places, smaller than 2000 people. And I've worked in really, really big cities and they're there. Um, sometimes they're going to be home-based and not ready for storefronts. Sometimes they're already going to be in a storefront or maybe tucked in the back of an industrial area, but would love to be able to be in a place where that people can come together. So small-scale manufacturing is a, is a pretty exciting resource to see in every community. When you're first starting to engage with a community, I'm wondering, and, and you're, you know, you're first pitching this idea and this concept of focusing on small-scale manufacturing, what reaction do you typically get from local leaders? Does, it, does the idea kind of immediately resonate with them or is there kind of an educational process because in their minds, maybe they were thinking more of that kind of you know, tech-centric approach or, or landing a big national or multinational company? How do, how do you see that um, playing out in your experience? I think a lot of community leaders recognize that what they've been doing in the past isn't a fit or isn't enough and that they've tried this other way for a long time and it just hasn't given them the outcome that they've been looking for. Either they have a ton of vacancies in downtown still or... They don't have a good reputation with small businesses, even though they think they're doing all of the right things, or they have a very hot market, but they realize that they've crowded out and honestly displaced a lot of locally owned businesses. And they, and they recognize that they need to do something different, but they don't know what that thing is. And we always start with folks looking at what is that outcome they want to achieve? You know, if you think five, 10 years down the road, right, what's that magic wand picture that you want to create? 
And then we go about really engaging small-scale manufacturing business owners and property owners and other people who are part of that ecosystem to figure out what are the most important gaps. We don't want to make assumptions about what anybody needs because then we're going to be wasting resources. We want to really hone in in a laser-like way to, to fix these very specific challenges that folks are making. And we know it has to come from both sides, the, the small business side as well as the real estate side to solve for it. Yeah, that that was going to be um, a follow-up question. I think you're starting to get at here is once community leaders are engaged around, okay, small-scale manufacturing is an approach we want to take. How do you take the next step to identify, you know, who is in their garage starting with a nascent idea or who is a small business that's ready to take the next step? Do you rely on kind of word of mouth and, and the local community or how does that process work? There's a whole wealth of ways to go about finding these businesses. And it really is a combination of personal connections. I call them connectors to the community, people who are known and trusted in a population and have the interest of the population at heart, that they know that there's greatness in that community. And really having them work with us to to reach more people who maybe haven't been involved in small business or economic development opportunities in the past. We know Historically, a lot of people have been excluded and a lot of people haven't had the chance to access even the existing resources that are in a community. Maybe they just don't know about them. And so connecting those dots is often going to be a first step. For anybody who's interested, the first chapter of the book, Recast Your City, is available as well as a workbook that helps people go through this process of finding the small-scale manufacturers. And you can find that on the book's website, which is recastyourcity.com. Great. I'd love to hear about um, some of the examples of communities you've worked with since your founding in 2014. So you've been working with communities for many years now. Could you tell us about some of the cities you've worked in and how you know small-scale manufacturing was actually implemented in practice, maybe some of the outcomes that those communities have seen? Sure. So uh, one of my favorites to talk about is, is Columbia, Missouri. Our work with them, we identified small-scale manufacturers in the community, talked to them and found that there was this huge demand, particularly from black and brown women business owners who had food businesses, food product businesses that they were working on at home. And they really wanted to scale. They were sort of bursting at the seams at the through cottage food laws and the amount that they could make at home, but there was no commercial shared kitchen. And so through that, we worked with the, the project sponsor, who was a, an improvement district. And identified partners with them, and and they ended up partnering with the local economic development authority, the local university and community college, and they launched a commercial shared kitchen within a year of identifying this need, which is sort of unheard of in a pace of being able to create that. And now they're scaling it to a larger space. And what they did is they partnered with a small business service provider to bring training into that space so that when the business owners are there and already comfortable in the space to do their work, they also can access the business development resources that they need. And they put it in the corridor where a lot of these individuals live and where they're looking at a broader reinvestment and redevelopment opportunity there. And so that was really laser focused on the needs that we identified with their small scale manufacturers, as well as the assets and partnerships that were already in that community that we could build off of really quickly, which is a key part of what we do. Um, more recently, Bellflower, California, they, as of summer of 2022, they launched a number of different initiatives. They changed their zoning for downtown to allow small-scale manufacturing. They launched a 
two language small business program specifically for product businesses, both in Spanish and in English. And then they launched a micro loan program citywide, as well as a grant program to help small scale manufacturing businesses that wanted to move into downtown help lower the cost of rent because they have a new rail line coming in at the end of downtown. And they're really worried about displacement and wanting to very purposefully create space for this business sector in downtown to create that energy that we were talking about. And so that's really a whole suite of actions that they, that we help them identify to bring not only to cultivate these businesses over time, but to ultimately help them move into the spaces downtown as well. Great. Well, there's probably some folks listening here that are from communities that are looking at, you know, what types of approaches to take to start the redevelopment process, either on a main street or in their downtown. I'm curious if they are looking to engage with you or kind of look at this idea a little bit more. Could you talk to me about the process of kind of how you engage with a local community or a local leader that reaches out? What does that process look like? We always start just by an open conversation. We have an opportunity on our website for anybody to book a call to find out more about this. And the way we start working with folks is something called a Recast Spark. It's a one-week project, one week, um, where we meet with a small group of people from the community online and identify really what's the opportunity for small-scale manufacturing downtown or in a neighborhood main street or another area that they've identified. What is the urgency for this work? And then what are the steps to execute it so that everybody understands the work involved to get there? And then for folks who are interested, we have a 10-month cohort program called Recast Leaders, where we work with five communities at a time to teach them how to do this. There's a training element. How do you find those small-scale manufacturers? How do you understand what outcome you're trying to reach? And then training people to go out and do interviews and small group meetings in a very specific way based on discovery through user research techniques. And then coming up with an implementation set of ideas, actions that they can take in the next three to six months that are going to be very visible, quick wins that are going to make a difference for the small scale manufacturers, but also help build buy-in for the bigger, harder projects down the road. This is the same technique that's in the book in Recast Your City. And what it does is it takes everybody through it step by step to a deeper degree than obviously what I could include in a book and also provide that implementation support that we've found is so critical for the success of communities. Because when you just have the action plan, you don't actually know how to get from there to successful implementation. And the reason Recast Leaders focuses so much on that implementation phase is because we want to make sure that people are creating those successful outcomes and it makes a world of difference for folks. That's the the main way we work with folks. Great. I know you've been doing that kind of one-on-one process for a number of years. What made you decide to write a book and and publish your book last year? Presumably, it it gives a lot of the content that you would normally provide one-on-one, but perhaps in a different way or at a different level. So curious about that next step in in your approach. Absolutely. So I wrote Recast Your City because I want to make it as accessible as possible for any community to do this. And I hope that there are tons of community leaders that pick up the book and figure out how to do that themselves, because I believe that we need to change the way we're looking at economic development at the local level, and that there is so much need out there right now from our downtowns, from our small business owners, that 
whatever we can do to help them faster and more effectively is the outcome I want to achieve. That being said, not everybody wants to do it on their own. And so we have recast leaders as a way to help people and really coach and mentor and guide people, not only through the learning process, but also the implementation and creating those successes within the community. My whole goal is to help people jump to effective implementation that they've de-risked because we understand exactly what the needs are of the target people we're working to benefit. And that's exactly what we do in the program and in the book. Great. Well, and to our listeners right now, if you want more information on Alana's book, you can visit recastercity.com. And the first chapter is available for free if you want to give it a bit of a preview or test drive. Um, And we'll have a link to that and a link to our organization's website in the show notes for you. Um, Alana, anything else you'd like to highlight for our listeners about um, anything your organization is doing now or in the near future? I guess the last thing I'd want to leave people with is to just realize how possible and how straightforward it is to do this. And that these small scale manufacturers are an economic engine that's just below the surface in pretty much every community. And that to take the steps to create this opportunity and to create the energy, sort of access the energy around this business type is incredibly exciting and fulfilling. And I hope a lot of people take a look at it. Well, great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I really enjoyed our discussion and just learning more about the promise of small-scale manufacturing. It's not something I had heard about before, that approach, but um, you know, looking for alternatives to traditional economic development strategies, it sounds like it's a really interesting way for local communities to really personalize their approaches and make for a more inclusive and potentially resilient strategy for their communities. For our audience, thank you for listening and please join us again soon for another episode. You can find all of our episodes and lots of other information on our website, redevelopmentinstitute.org. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast. And for more information and resources, visit our website at redevelopmentinstitute.org.